What's going on everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Unscripted, the show that brings you professionals from all walks of life, touching on their backstory, their mindset, and how they navigate through adversity and opposition, while providing you practical tips that might help you on your path. I'm your host, two-time Olympian, Olympic bronze medalist, author, and motivational speaker, Hakeem Haynes. Now, let's get into the episode. What's going on, everyone? Hope you're all doing well. Been a little while since the last podcast episode, a lot of moving parts, not just physically, but mentally on my end as well. So, you know, just trying to balancing everything accordingly. We are coming up on the last few episodes of the show, and we have a few more guests over the next few weeks that I believe that you will enjoy. Today, I wanted to talk about something that came on my mind as I was on a walk the other day. I want to talk about quality over quantity, quality over quantity. I remember when I was training in Phoenix back in 2015, and I was kind of coming off injury and my body was banged up a little bit. So it took me a while to get my body going and moving and operating in the way that I was accustomed to it being able to do. My coach used to have me at the on the physiotherapist table every single day for months, right? At our track, we always had uh, medical staff with us, chiropractors, uh, physiotherapists. We always had people there to make sure that we were fine-tuned and ready to seize the day and make sure we had a good training session. So give you an example from a time perspective. If I had training at 9 p.m., I'd get there about 8.15. By 8.30, I would be on the table for about 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes or treatment. And then throughout the reps, I would also have treatment if my coach is seeing something in my hips or my back or my hamstring that wasn't aligned. You know, it, it was a lot, you know, <laughs> it, it took a lot of work in order to get your body to compete at the highest level and be as fast and jump as far and throw as far as you can. Kind of hurt, right? Because when there's certain tightness in your body, they got to get in there and flush it out. And I'm just not someone who likes to be touched like that from the jump. But man, it, it, there were times when it would get annoying because of the pain that they had to work through in order to get it moving and to fix what needed to be fixed, but it was needed, right? And plus I was coming off injury as well too. So I didn't want to do anything that was going to set me back. I had to make sure that I was healing from each session for the longevity of the season because the track and field season is a long season. So anyway, as the months went by and the sessions became harder, we broke out into our specific sprint groups, right? Example, if you were a hundred meter specific based guy, or girl, then you would go with that group, your workout, you would warm up the same, but your workout would be a little bit different from someone who specializes in one and the two or the four. It would be a little bit different. So we'd always break out into our groups when it was time to handle the session. Coming from my old training group to this new one, I was used to doing longer runs. So 250s and 300s. I remember one time um, at my junior college when I was at Barton, we had like six 300s to that point. That was the hardest session I ever done. If you've ever ran track and field, even if you haven't ran track and field, man, just think about 40 seconds of running at a good quality pace 
and then maybe three or four minutes and then going again, taking another three minutes and then going again. If you can put the imagery to the words, yeah, it's a tough workout. You're going to get a little tired. It's a tough workout, but I was used to that. But coming to this new training group, my coach at the time, who I've had on the podcast before, Stuart MacMillan, one of the greatest minds from a biomechanics standpoint and coaches that I've ever been in contact with. But you know, every coach has a different way of doing things. Even though I was going for longer runs per se, it wasn't as far. You know, it would be like 150s, maybe 175. It wasn't the longer stuff that I was used to, even though I was still getting some longer runs in. It was just different. But it kind of made me feel a ways, right? Like it kind of made me feel like sometimes my training wasn't hard enough. Right? I'd see my teammates doing longer work. I just felt like they were putting in some serious work and it made me think, man, am I, am I, am I doing the same? Am I doing the same? One practice I remember talking to my coach, uh, Stu, and I was like, man, what's going on here, man? Like, I feel like we can push the threshold a little bit more. And while he agreed, he said to me something that stuck with me and I approach it this way even when I coach athletes as well. He says, yes, you definitely can do more, but how many of those longer reps are quality reps? We don't just do things just to do it. If you can't hold your form and your posture correctly, was that rep really a good rep? We want to make sure our reps are quality, high-performing reps every time. And so I'd rather do more good reps than waste a rep with bad mechanics and bad technique. Man, has someone ever hit you with something and you just like, you know, I was I was looking to rebuttal, but you made a good point. So you kind of had to sit there and just and just stick with it and say, ah, man, that's a good point, right? So it it was a good point. He it 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 made a lot of sense and he was right, right? So after that, how I approached each rep was a little different than I did the time before we had that conversation. So I knew I only had four or five reps. So it's how do I make each run the best run that I can? How do I maximize these reps? How do I get everything I can mentally, physically, technique, posture for these four or five runs? And once my mind shifted and kind of adjustment and I trusted the words and I trusted the program, it started to shift for me on the track. And that was my best year to running that I've had that season. And the reason why I share that story is because that's how I've always tried to approach my life, right? If I'm working on a project, I'm giving my all to that project when I'm focused on it. If I'm spending time with someone, I give my undivided attention and focus to that person while I am with them. I'm doing this podcast today, right? In this moment, my focus is on recording this podcast because I want it to be the best quality, the best result that I can provide. So in closing, whatever you are a part of, I encourage you for every day you put forth, bring the best quality to it. Always try to bring the best version of yourself to everything that you're a part of. Sometimes quality work takes time to unfold and isn't appreciated immediately. But I encourage you to keep being the quality of hope in all that you are a part of. Keep being the quality of encouragement in all that you are a part of. Keep being the quality of good faith in all that you are a part of. As the saying goes, cream rises to the top, meaning a good person, a good idea, 
Whatever is good, whatever has good intentions, whatever is coming from pure motives cannot go unnoticed for too long. Cream rises to the top. I hope that encouraged someone today. I hope you got something from it. If you have a few moments on hand before you close out this episode, do me a favor and leave a rating and review of the show. It definitely goes a long way in helping and moving the podcast forward. Share this with a friend. Share it on social media. Tag me in it at Underdog AK on all social platforms and let me know what you got from it. So with all that being said, enjoy your day, enjoy your week, and we'll see you next time.